Hey everybody, this is Nick Mayhew, three-time gold medalist and three-time world record holder, and you're listening to Power 98.5. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are live on there with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Have you been checking out what's been happening lately? Not only am I very, very, very happy to be representing these guys, but we've got to look at the fact that Chris Hahn and Jason Cohen, actors and reality TV stars from the new hit show on Netflix, Dated and Related, is doing so well, like, I am like inundated of like people want to work with these guys and I don't blame them. We've got photo shoots set up. We've got press media going on and I can't wait. Uh, I have big shout out to my good friends, Steve and Angel at Sanava Photography did a kick-ass photo shoot. We're looking at cover and editorial. We, we're not going to drop what publication just yet. But things are happening big time. So head on over to uh, Chris Chris Hahn and Jason Cohen's Instagram. Show some love. Big shout out to Jason. He just got published in the LA Note magazine. You can also go ahead and uh, head on over to Instagram, Stephen Cuoco, S-T-E-V-E-N-C-U-O-C-O. Click on my Hoobie link and you'll uh, be able to read the latest article there as well. I am super proud and honored to be in this moment. We've got Steven Ditter. He is a, he's 26 years old. He's a famous American reality TV star, social media influencer, model, professional DJ, and I cannot wait to hear his tracks. He's in New York right now. He's got a couple live performances that are coming up. We're going to find that out all and more. And he's an entrepreneur from Los Angeles. We're going to talk about all things Devin. We're going to talk about a little bit about the reality TV show that he was on, uh, season three of Too Hot to Handle. Uh, but most importantly, he's he's most recognized and most, you know, very, very popular and, and building his status as a professional DJ. He's a successful model. Um, we want to see more of him. He belongs on New York and L.A. billboards. And I really hope, uh, whether it be Philip Pline, Versace, Louis Vuitton, whoever it may be, all the above, let's get him on your billboard. So... Welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate you. The intro is uh, beyond recognition. I appreciate it. <laughs> you deserve it. And I remember season three. I did watch this season. I actually liked it. Um, I would honestly say that out of out of the cast members that were on the show, the Too Hot to Handle, once again, season three, um, you were very, 
very much authentic. And I like the fact that, you know, when we look at and consider post-production in a narrative and context of unscripted television, I think you did very well. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, um, I appreciate you saying that. At, at the end of the day, I was, I'm not one to be fake in general. Um, I come from an area where everyone is just, if you don't like each other, you tell each other that. You're straight up, straightforward, and that's how we move on with our life. So I'm very hard on my sleeve, emotional, um, mentally stimulated by real conversation. So when it came down to it on the show, I just wanted to be me and not necessarily fake anything or try and act or react in a way that wouldn't usually be me. And I feel like it turned out properly and you were able to, you know, kind of see that from myself, whether that was me actually being a bad boy or not. Um, that's your choice of your own. But yeah, no, I think, I think it helped actually show the world who I truly am and not have to put on a face. Mm. With that, do you feel from your experience in reality television do you feel that that's more often or not that most people put on a face and you just found it easy that you just know who the heck you are and that wasn't even an option for to even be in a category for yourself? You know, um, I can't speak for anybody else. Obviously, watching um, back our season and, you know, a couple other seasons, you, you can – you can tell that some things are, are camera driven or some people are camera driven, I should say. But at the end of the day, I feel it's you just get a better connection when you are actually yourself. So that was my goal going on. There was growing up my whole life. You either loved me or you hated me. That that was just my lifestyle. And so I wanted the same moving forward. I don't want anybody around me that doesn't necessarily love me for who I am or has a different image of me. And that's why they like me. I want you to either love me for who I am or not like me for who I am, and we move on with our lives. So I felt personally it was easier for me to just portray myself as myself um, to the world and see how it was taken. Would you consider doing unscripted work again, or would you like to move more into scripted television and film? Um, I think ideally I'd rather be doing scripted television only because um, – I feel you have gotten to know me to an essence now that just repeating myself would, would be a little counterproductive for what it was and moving forward. That being said, Netflix, you got anything out coming out? I'm always here for you guys. That's family. So <laughs> now, I mean, seriously, we would want to see more. And, and do you, you look slightly different from the show. Like you've going to your Instagram, you've kind of enhanced your style. Not that anything was wrong from what I've seen before on too hot to handle, but I kind of like this look that you're going for now. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, you know, I kept the hair for so long for modeling purposes. Um, you know, when you are a model, you constantly have to update your book and have up-to-date images. And so I had had long hair for so long that I, once the show came out, I was over it. And I was like, you know what? Some exposure's coming out of this. People will actually know who I am. I can finally do what I want to do. So I cut the hair. I got a few more tattoos. And I just created this branding around me as myself, essentially, because I don't want to be anything but that. And I'm happy with it. So whether everybody surrounding me is or not, the end of the day, if I'm happy with myself, I can continue to go on. I'm impressed and very, very much uh, in huge support of you for this look. It works. It really changes things up. And to be honest, I kind of didn't almost recognize you at first. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That, that was kind of the point. You know, this is, it was a big turning point in my life, the show coming out. Um, I feel like it matured me. I have felt like it really enabled me to 
look at myself in a perspective that I haven't been able to before because I haven't done any sort of television. So I was able to critique myself and the way I handle myself and acted and even be, I don't necessarily get embarrassed, but just learn from the situation. And so this was kind of like a stepping stone of, all right, the shaving of the hair, the changing of the image, the changing of the man and turning into a full man, essentially. I don't know if you've been told this before, but you do remind me a bit of a little peep. Um, I have gotten, I've got Lil Peep, I've gotten MGK, but I, I, I appreciate that. And I love that. And I think Lil Peep was a very genuine person, the same sort of very emotionally outward, had his heart on his sleeve, said how he felt and almost, um, took that internally because I don't feel a lot of the people in our generation are really like that. Everyone's trying to make an image for themselves or stand out or not be embarrassed by something or just over hyperly critical on themselves. And so I do appreciate that because that's one of the few people that when he was here was really just genuinely himself. And that's all I can ever ask to be. I know you and I are connected to a couple people, two of people I'm very, very, um, I very much that I respect. You know, Dex Lauper, Emma Norton. Emma's been on my show. Uh, I want her back on again. I think she's an extraordinarily uh, incredible as a young woman. Any potential collaborations with either one of them? Um, so me and Dex have been friends for a long time since I lived in New York. We, uh, you know, we're both in the music industry in some essence. So who knows, there could be a possibility of a collaboration EDM to Dex's rapping. I love the kids, so we'll see what could happen there. Emma actually is a close friend out here in Los Angeles. And we've actually thought about that quite a bit. We have a few people that have messaged us individually saying like, oh, we should do something together. You know, she's very big on the, the cosplay and the imaging of herself for social media with different sort of designs. And I think it's the coolest thing that she does. I'm a huge supporter of everything. So who knows? Maybe we'll have to figure something else on our own now. I might have to call her after this and see what we can do. Definitely. Maybe we'll be on the show together next time. You know what? I would love it. Seriously. I got good, I got direct contact to her PR agency, Katz. Uh, love the owner over there. Um, yeah, seriously. I, I would like to see more. I, I don't believe there, and I'm going to be honest, there's not mm -hmm. enough of you guys out there. There really isn't. And I think that more needs to be done. So whatever can be had, you know, you and Emma get together, you know, you do something with Dex, especially, you know, while you're in New York. I would say go ahead and do it. No, I mean, I, I like your head processing on that. I, Me and Emma have been trying to get together for the past couple of months now, but it's just, in, you know, we're on such busy levels and different sort of things that we do. And she's such, she's just coming into her element. You know, she's going to be one of the next big things. And I already know that. So I'm really hoping that she continues to process things the way she does and, and grow the way she does. Dex is already killing it himself. So now it's time for, like you said, for us to come together because there's a takeover in the making that could be there. Uh, yeah, and it should be done sooner than later. No bullshit. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> agreed. You do not look 26. I mean, you still, I'm going to tell you, if you were to try, not try, let me rephrase that. You were to decide to say, you know what, I'm going to give scripted television, film a chance. You can begin like at playing like a 19-year-old. Well, I, I, I would hope so. That I, That's what I'm going for. It. Other than the tattoos, I've, <laughs> I've really worked at being able to maintain that and eat healthy and stay healthy and work out and whatnot. Um, I actually did just sign to a new acting talent agency out here in Los Angeles. So we are working towards that into the next step. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're, we're trying to figure out where I can lie with that. So who knows? Maybe you will be seeing me come to a screen near you soon. Definitely. And I really appreciate that you're Gemini. All of my closest and most en- endearing friends, uh, I'm an Aries. I just work very, very well with you guys as gems. And uh, with that, how have you maneuvered through the industry being Gemini? And, you know, I don't put too much stock into it, but it, it does make sense from time to time as to, you know, who we are as people and what our personality traits are like and what we're really like designed, you know, when it comes to the stars. How has that worked for you uh, being Gemini um, in this industry? You know, so I, I up until moving into L.A., um, astrology was not a big thing where I'm from. So I've learned more and more about it essentially over the past year or two. And it's weird because I really do relate to the fact that I feel like there's multiple different versions of me within myself, not on like a a mental health level, but on a level where like I can very much orient myself into a different version of me to handle each situation. So, you know, the Gemini is a twin. So I've got my happy go lucky and my I can be in a good environment with that and people can love my mentality and then they won't think that I'll be business minded and then I'll show up to a business meeting and it'll kind of blow people away because they wouldn't realize that side of me could exist Mm. so I found growth in it and the ability to almost shock people um, and show them something that they didn't expect because I do believe I can be a different version of myself in different degrees Um, But it's also funny because a lot of people don't like Gemini's. So that's where the shock factor has come into play, where some people have met me and they're like, they had this preconception of what I would be. And then I showed them otherwise. And I think it's taken a bigger standing than had they just thought I was going to be one type of way and they met me that way. I feel like that shock factor really has changed and enabled me to do a lot more things um, out here than it would have been. Isn't that strange? Like people will determine... Uh, and make decisions based off of your astrological sign. And that is happening more often than not. And I hear that from most people that are Gemini is you, you would get dismissed and uh, you know, it's almost like a status thing. It's like, where are you from? Where did you go to school? You know, did you go to Vanderbilt? Where, where were you? But it's like to find out your, your Gemini. It's like, um, does that mean you're not going to offer him the deal? (laughs) Well, I mean, I, I haven't personally heard it that way. Who knows? It could have been um, on their own end. I don't, I'm not sure. But again, I honestly love it because I do not like fake. I do not like people that are um, trying to pretend that they like me just for imaging purposes or whatever else it may be. So I take everything as a silver spoon. And if you do not accept me or want me around or are making pre- preconceptions of me, it's almost giving me a relief because I don't have to waste my time and energy on someone that doesn't deserve it. I agree. How is it like you are the the second child of the family? You know, you've got a sister, a brother. What is that like growing up being a middle child? I'm actually the first child. Oh, you're the first child. Uh, Okay. I'm the first. Yeah. So I have a little brother with Down syndrome and a little sister. Um, That honestly, I think it grew me into being a, kind of an older brother to a lot of people. I've got a lot of beautiful friends that are female that I truly see as a sister because I'm constantly been taking care of my sister and taking care of my brother and having to just be that emotional support for everybody. Um, I come from a very diverse family. My father was a Marine. My mother is a very open person. So 
we've I've seen all sides of the spectrum. And I think just being that has helped me be a guiding source for some of my friends and family and always be able to be there for them with no judgment purposes. And I think it's really just grown me into being like a caring person in general for everybody. That's why I'm able to put my emotions on my sleeve and show it on national television, because I truly don't believe it's something that should be hidden. It should be expressed and admired that you have the ability to do so. How do you plan to translate your incredible strength and resiliency. You've got the gift of being very auditory. Um, I can tell that by this interview. And just so everyone know, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in, whether it be on the Power 98.5 satellite radio, iOS or Android app, Alexa. If you're listening to us on live FM radio, stream it or stream it. Uh, we've got Stevan Ditter, and um, he's an incredible model actor. Um, I'm going to put in there, we're going to look at adding in producer, um, DJ, and more. Um, when we consider where you're going in your career and your life uh, in the world of DJ, are you building up your SoundCloud um, uh, catalog? What do we have to look forward to to be able to have more access to your tracks and, and uh, producing skills? So um, I appreciate the acknowledgement on it. Um, I currently am creating a bit of a library that's a little bit hidden. Um, I'm trying to find out the perfect sound that will be coming out of it, whether it's like more on the house and vibey side or maybe like a bass house or heavier. We're trying to figure out with my management how we're going to do it properly. But we have a variety of probably like 15 mixes right now ready to go, just waiting to see what what picks up. Um, but yeah, in coming times, probably the next couple of weeks or so, we'll have a few dropping. I've got a couple shows coming out. We've got some in New York. I've got one in LA at the end of the month, possibly one out, uh, in the Midwest. Uh, we're figuring it all out. So just make sure to keep up with me on the socials. And then I will be constantly posting everything that's going on. So when I do end up dropping the correct mix that we believe is what we're going for, it'll be all over socials and you'll know exactly where it's at. I have a question I would like to ask you, something I asked once before, but I'm uh, to somebody else who was on my show. What Absolutely. is your bucket list location and why? Well, that's a good one. Um, honestly, uh, traveling, ooh, I would really like to go to Egypt and see the Great Pyramids. Um, alongside that, Easter Island, all the, the megaliths and the unexplainable features of this world that have been created by man you know niagara falls is, is a war of wonder that's amazing yes it was but it's i'm truly curious of how certain things were made hundreds of thousands of years ago or whatever that to this day we don't have explanation for and cannot recreate so i feel like there's an energy there um something that you could almost feel palpable not as much visually um, that I'm truly curious what that is, and I won't be able to experience it on there. So definitely the Egyptian pyramids, the um, Egypt island with all the heads, the Stonehenge, all three of those are on my three bucket list. Perfect places because they're on mine as well. So yeah. Let's go. We I'm serious. <laughs> Why not? I mean, it will get some like behind the scenes, you know, Discovery Channel docu, you know, mentory going here or maybe Discovery Channel Perfect. just be like, you know what? We want both of you together. We'll pay for it. all the expenses paid. Let's let's hit it. <laughs> Listen, I like it. Let, let's send out the ideas. <laughs> well, I'll, ha I'll have to give my uh, friend 
Mr. Uh, Extraordinaire, I don't know if you ever watched uh, Discovery Channel's Naked and Afraid, but uh, maybe we can have you. So Matt Wright, very good friend of mine, going to have okay. to give him a phone call and be like, okay, here's where we're at. Here's the idea. Um, would you like to be part of this? And we can go ahead and amp it up a bit. And what will Discovery Channel like to do to help support us? Absolutely. If we got to be naked, we'll run it. (laughs) Well, we know that you'll, you'll steal the show. Definitely. uh, If it comes to that, Uh, what are the top three lessons you would teach your younger self? Wow. Um, I think originally uh, a lesson that I don't feel like I've lost or changed, but just to make sure it's reinitiated and, and, and believed is just be yourself don't fake yourself for anyone. I don't think I've ever truly done that in my life, but it would be nice to hear that from a future self to let myself know, you know, you're doing it right. Keep going. Um, on top of that, just be decent. Like don't worry about how you're perceived. Just be good to other people because eventually that will come back around to you. Karma, as much as I don't want to believe that karma exists sometimes, when I do something that's not the best, it does come back around and I realize that and I, I see it in tenfold. So just be decent, be yourself. And at the end of the day, truly just be happy, be happy with where you're at. Stop trying to look for the next thing or need the next thing. Stop being so materialistic. Just truly be happy in your element. Because if I were to look at myself five, 10 years ago and say, you're living in LA, doing what you want every day. You don't have to work a nine to five. You're all right. It, it's all I've ever truly wanted. I've never been a, a 10 pusher. I've never been able to do that. So just be happy, I think would be essentially the end all be all for that. I appreciate you for that answer. One last question. If money were no object, what would you do? I, I honestly have to say I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. Um, Everything that I've done is a passion project. Modeling was something I wanted to do when I was a kid and I did it for passion. Um, Dropped out of college, not to make money doing it, but simply to live that experience. Um, DJing is something I've been doing for the past 10 years of my life, even without a controller, just on my laptop, I've been creating mixes. So everything to me has been a passion. Money has come on the back end. It just so happens that it's worked out and that the financials have been behind it. But realistically, if money didn't exist, I'd be doing all this, except probably eating a little bit better. I would like to do a spoiler alert. This is the first time I've ever added this into the show. Um, and, okay. and I'm adding it for you because I believe it's deserved. Oh, so excited. what is the misconception that most people may have about you or that you've run into that you never set the record straight about, but you're willing to do it right now? Um, My biggest misconception would 100% be the fact that I am not this toxic, chaotic, um, just crazy person I've officially put myself out to be with my posts and, and my comments and the way that I speak. I have a dark sense of humor. I am very witty and I'd rather people take me at a negative degree and then find out that I'm better than that than the other way around. So realistically, I'm a very emotional kid. I'm very friendly. I'm not mean. I'm not rude. I'm not. I'm very polite. I'm good with parents. I'm actually a good boy. I'm not a bad boy, but I got all the tattoos and everything just because I was tired of being stepped on. 
and I've created this persona around that. But realistically, I'm not that. I'm a really big teddy bear. If I may ask, I, I would like to touch on that. Um, sure. What happened in your life where you felt stepped on and that you felt, you know what, I'm going to make a decision and I'm going to make it very clear that this is not a shield that I'm putting up by getting these tattoos. It's just to let you know, don't underestimate me and the strength that I hold within myself. What was that pivotal moment in your life to where you decided and what happened? You're not going to be stepped on any longer. Um, I, I would have to say through middle school and high school, I was I was actually bullied quite a bit. Um, I was very big in fashion. I was always wearing very um, bright clothes and trying the next trend and whatnot. And I got labeled all these sort of things and bullied and just kind of put down. I didn't have a lot of friends, lots of girlfriends, but it was almost like shielding myself because I didn't have that male friendship around me. Um, so I feel like once going through all that, I went to college and it was just a completely different world. And I started meeting the right people that really cared and understood me. And at that point, it wasn't a, it wasn't a matter of wanting to then um, get tattoos for that, but it just made me never want to go backwards. I didn't want to be underestimated. I didn't want to be looked at as weak or small or whatever it was. I was never a big boy. I was always very skinny so i got tattoos which can be physically painful pretty much all over me i created this image around me where i can be the nicest asshole you've ever met <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll kill you with honesty and it'll be brutal but it'll be what it is and yeah i really think my growing years of just being bullied and separated from a normal friendship is what really did it for me and social media is where i happened to find my closest friends and become this image if I may ask, who would be the ideal woman for you in a relationship or even potentially down a road, a wife and a mom to your kids? Um, I don't think I have a specific person, but the idea of the person, it would just have to be someone that doesn't want to change me um, or create anything out of me, create something with me. I want to build an empire with somebody. I want to be that social media couple where yes we together we're perfect and everybody loves us together but we also have our own things we're also succeeding in our own elements we're not needing or building off of each other we're building with each other and on top of that i just need somebody that's happy a good vibe a, a positivity that when they walk in the room you can almost feel their energy you know because i've been told that sometimes i can be that for people but when I surround myself and I'm in relationships that aren't proper, it almost drains me because I feel like I'm doing that for the both of us. I appreciate that. Once again, another very, very much authentic answer. Um, Steven Ditter, he's a famous uh, American reality TV star, social media influencer, model, professional DJ, which we're all looking forward to to uh, experience his upcoming catalog sometime down the road, if not this year, hopefully next year. Any closing thoughts you would like to share with us today? Just, again, be happy. I appreciate everybody that's supported me through what I do. Um, I know you've dealt with my ups and downs just as much as your own, but we're going to come harder than ever. We're going to come strong. We're going to be a group and work together. And anything that anybody really does need, feel free to reach out to me. As much as I may be a busy person, I want to be there for everybody that I can. So just be happy. And if you need me, I'm here. Any uh, upcoming events you want to get on out there? Yeah. About? Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, I will be DJing in New York this upcoming week um, at Dom and Selena on the 21st and 22nd of September, as well as I will be DJing in downtown Los Angeles on the 30th at Lick and Dip. So both sides of the nation, completely same EDM vibes. Come have a good time. Come get wild. And yeah. Uh, do they need tickets? Uh, do you need a purchase? Like where can we go and get this? As of right now, it's all guest list oriented. You can get tickets for the L.A. show on Lick and Dip. Um, it won't be available until the week of, so check around the end of the month. But for Dom and Selena, honestly, just slide in my DMs. We're here to throw a party and have a good time and create that foundation out of what we're doing. So hit me up. I'll figure it out. And that's the 30th of this At, month. That's the 30th of this month in Los Angeles and the 21st and 22nd of September in New York. I may know... Spell out that website for everyone, please. Uh, for Los Angeles? Yeah, L.A. Lick, L-I-C-K-N-D-I-P. Lick in Dip. That's awesome. I never heard of that before. But honestly, um, I, I've i got to get out to L.A. Um, I've got some... Someone out. Seriously, I've got some publications that want to interview me, but I need a photo shoot done. So a good friend of mine, uh, he he wants to do it. Uh, but I'm I'm excited about this. So definitely want to talk to you more, a little bit more uh, once we're off the live. Um, socials, I mean, for obvious reasons, it should be very simple. It's your name, uh, S-T-E-V-A-N-D-I-T-T-E-R. I know you're on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, where yep, else I'm doing are you? Twitter. I'm doing Instagram. I've got OnlyFans. Um, so if you want a little more raunchier side of me, definitely go there for that. Um, and then for my DJing, I go by Father Figure. So my Instagram for that is V T H E F T H R F G R. Father Figure with no vowels. So that's on all platforms, and then you can just follow our growth from there and see what we do. And here's something I wasn't too sure if I, you know, I wanted to touch on because I really wanted to keep really about who you are, but I'm sure. not uh, opposed to it. I would say, um, I, I would love to get you back on again, if not sooner than not, maybe even getting closer to the 30th. Um, yeah. I would like to have a chat with you about the, your life experience in the world of OnlyFans, because to be honest, I work as you know, in the mainstream industry. Um, mm -hmm. It is, it's very much a different world. And I'm gonna say a couple years ago and when OnlyFans really became popular and, and well-known and um, that actress, um, I, I miss her name, but where she really like blew up um, that gorgeous actress, the redhead. I, I, don't, I don't watch many of those films, but at the end of the day, I, I would love to have a talk with you about it. I think OnlyFans is a great platform, yeah. and um, I, I've actually been working on some more things with them, and I think they have a really good foundation behind them, as well as the fact that, you know, it was taken over by um, the sexual industry, but there's a lot within it that's not that. So I would absolutely love to be back with you anytime, Stephen. You have my number. You give me a call. I'm here, and we can talk about just about anything, apparently. I appreciate you. And yeah, I mean, uh, when I'm going to go ahead and click on it. Um, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting. So it's your name. You know, once again, if you want to find out more about Stevin, you can head on over, go to his Instagram. It's his name. Uh, you know, 
click on that link. I'm just in it right now. The Hoobie link, S-T-E-V-A-N-D-I-T-T-E-R. Yeah, you would be the best candidate for that because that really is a taboo subject, not most talked about, but I need a professional viewpoint from someone like you. I can do it for you, man. I've got just about anything you need to talk about. I'm here for it. I've got a lot of foundation within OnlyFans and other people surrounding it and agencies with it and this and that. So I'd love to talk about it and, and get down and dirty with it with you. And then, yeah, like you said, everything you need for socials of me is in my hoobie. My name's Steven Ditter, S-T-E-V-A-N-D-I-T-T-E-R. And yeah. Thank you very much for being with us today, Steven. I greatly appreciate you very much, all that you're doing. And once again, Millennials, Gen Z, you guys are the future of this world and what we need and personalities such as your own. Um, It works and it's very refreshing. And I'm looking forward to you really breaking down the walls and doors that we so much need so that more people can have the opportunity to be their true authentic self without prejudgment or um, assumption. So thank you to once again, professionals like you and Dex Lopper and Evan Norton. Um, very proud, very impressed. Well, thank you for having me and I appreciate all your kind words and, uh, we'll just see where we go from here, man. Absolutely. Thank you again to everyone for tuning in with Steven Ditter, as well as myself here live on air with Steven Quilk on power 98.5 satellite radio. Uh, we're going to re-air this episode tomorrow at 4 PM Eastern. Once again, 4 PM Eastern Tuesday. Have a great week. Socials and let's connect.